0: Welcome to now with the podcast. I'm Kate and I'm Gigi. We're here to have conversations with each other about the pursuit of your passion. There has been so much pressure placed on us to
1: go to college and graduate with the knowledge of what you want to do and a plan on how to do it. But we're here to break these stereotypes. So get ready to hear from me, Kate and other young entrepreneurs tell you how we broke the stereotypes and designed a career fit to our passions. So Kate, what are you studying? Tell them a bit about yourself. I'm studying business
0: with the concentration of fashion marketing and then graphic design as a minor. I also have my business, 99 Angel, which is angels, which is <laughs> New York City-inspired streetwear. I'm from New Jersey. I grew up coming here as a little bean. I just have always fell in love with the culture and the energy here. I always felt so, like, inspired by the time I was, like, a young child like I love seeing all the fashion and the brilliance and everybody just being so different and embracing it and loving it and that's why I chose to go to school here and continue my um, journey Giselle and I yeah. have also been living together for three years now it's like a marriage kind of
1: <laughs> no, we're, we we're live in a long-term relationship yeah here. We, we have a long-term marriage <laughs> going
0: on uh first Very we lived serious. with like seven people which was Crazy and
1: exhilarating. It was it was an experience for sure.
0: (laughs) It's good stories to tell. Yeah,
1: definitely. I had two
0: people in my direct room. Then the following year. We moved to Stytown. town yeah i got our first apartment together in the east village our, our first time having <laughs> our own bedrooms oh
1: it felt so good <laughs> my own space it was so
0: nice <laughs> and now tribeca now we're in tribeca we have made it <laughs> we <laughs> really upgrade yeah this is our upgrade we're excited to be here but we really made it happen with the COVID, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, we <laughs> we did finesse on those
0: deals. Yes, we did.
1: Um, let's see, a little bit about me. I am a senior at Marymount, just like Caitlin. I'm double majoring in international business and fashion marketing with a minor in economics. I don't have my personal little business baby like Kate does for is... 99 angels. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This podcast is my baby. I came up with this idea a few months ago, and I was really sitting with it for a while. I was super excited about it, and I just didn't know what to do, really. I I knew the concept, but I wasn't sure how to execute it. So then I eventually just sat down with Caitlin and shared the idea with her, and now what was born, here we are. With Now What the Podcast. Yep, and so. The reason I,
0: what's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I get involved?
1: Into this, Kate
0: is because like i love speaking to young entrepreneurs because i feel like everybody can learn from it and just take a different like uh approach on what it means to see each other's like own successes you know and then like take it into their own lives yeah and use it for the better and i just feel like it's so cool that we get to sit on the couch and
1: talk with everybody yeah have these conversations it really is such a wide problem, discovering what you really want to do, or really just pursuing a passion that you love, because this is something that we're going to be going into in so many episodes, but there are so many things that we grow up believing we have to do because of what our parents did or what our teachers told us and all these things. And you, you don't really, there are so many other paths that you can take where you really can be just as successful. And there are a lot of non-conventional paths. That yeah, can be taken. Definitely. So I really just want to talk about that in a bunch of episodes. Bring on other people to discuss that as well, what they did to make it work.
0: Yeah.
1: I love <laughs> it. It's all positive energy here. Absolutely. But let's get into a bit about Kate's business and how she got there. Cool. So you were saying that you love painting. Is that your passion? You know, I mean, we should definitely touch on that. What are yeah. You know, what do you love to do and what are you currently doing? I mean, I know that you have your small business, 99
0: Angels. Way back when I would have never thought of myself as being, like, a painter
1: or, like, (laughs) That's so interesting because I feel like I've always, like, you know, as long as I've known you, it was before 99 Angels, Daisy's Denim, which was, you know, for anyone here that was Caitlin's business before, it's kind of what it turned into, and you were painting these denim jackets, so for me, I was like, Caitlin, the painter. Yeah, I was never like this.
0: I'm like, people from, like, my house, not be like, when did you get to be artistic that is so
1: interesting
0: <laughs> I know but basically in high school I was yeah. like I just realized I was like I need to go to the city like every single month for me to have something to look forward to and be like fun so I can yeah. go every single month or two weeks month and then I got like reached out to by this like it was like commercial like modeling type of agency however that would require me to be in the city every single weekend yeah and I was over the moon about it like I didn't care what it was for really I never dipped my foot in like the modeling ponds but however when we got to these classes they would be like you need to make like the best you need to meet everybody here and like that kind of just also brought me out of my comfort zone because I would be talking to like these six foot ladies. And for reference, I am only five, six, like this is <laughs> whatever, but these were people from all over the world. And at such a young, like me being a sophomore in high school, I would talk to like these professionals. Yeah. Like, You're
1: like, every what time am I it would meet new
0: people. And that was just really like something that changed my uh, mindset on life. And then from that moment on every single class, he would be like, introduce yourself and also like what's different about you and I would be like I don't have anything that's different about me like what and it would be so awkward when a girl would go on and she'd be like saying these very like basic things so I would like what um, do you mean basic things? basic things like being like I like to go out for long walks with me and there's nothing wrong with that because I'm like that too but I felt like that was just a signal for me to like dig deeper you yeah know? like what totally that's really totally. impressive for me, because I love, I love, love well, Watson Beach and I love coffee, but yeah, like, let's get deeper, you know? And Definitely. so I remember going to like a museum with my like mom and her friend, and basically there was like a jean jacket there that was painted. And then mm-hmm. I tried painting it and I posted it on my Instagram, and like immediately I got like, people were like, oh my gosh, it's so cool, like reaching out and really just giving me the validation I needed <laughs> to like hop into
1: something. Yeah okay it was um, your your inspiration there yes kind of. so then I
0: was just doing it for fun and then I was like taking pictures of my friends and I like loved um posting them in it because I yeah. felt like this was like a gift from me to them yeah to like make them feel good about themselves like yeah, yeah. got my camera out I was just like Hyping them up and everything like that, and every jacket was unique to that person.
1: Which I love that like, personalized, yes. custom jacket. And my business
0: was called Daisy Denim, and it was also sent like. Me. How old were you when I you was started that? Seventeen. Oh my gosh, and, so young. I love and it. Was, it. <laughs> yeah, called uniquely you. Like that was like the. Whatever, That's message. what you. Oh. Message I underneath, think and then Daisy Denim was that thing, and okay. then. I was really doing so well about it. Like that was something I felt so good about because I was like, this is mm-hmm. just for me, you know, like, yeah. You, th- it's your thing. Yes. It's my thing. And I wasn't so clouded in all like these mm-hmm. high
1: school. That's or, the best feeling. Yeah. Because
0: I felt like for a while I was so caught up in being like, what's going on, you know, and social problems. Yeah. And like, dating who. Yeah. Right? Very like, like that. But I, I think earlier on, I realized like, I just need to isolate and have my besties and do my own thing, but I'm, like, also the most like important thing I need to, like, realize. Yeah. And I was in high school. I was like, why do I not feel happy? Like, I have great friends. I have people around me. Like, I just felt like. You didn't feel fulfilled. Yes. You know? And this was before I was doing, like, the New York City thing. This was before I was doing my okay. Daisy's. And I'm like, I just felt so unfulfilled. And, like, I didn't have anything to look forward to. So those, like, reading all of these, like, self-care and, like, um...
1: You think that helped you kind of set up? That changed or? my life.
0: Like, I cannot even, like, I just dropped, like, all, like, it like, <laughs> just dropped expectation for your life. And I, like,
1: really took that so seriously. I love that. That's Thank so cool. Uh, so that was kind of... Daisy's Denim, I know, was kind of your hobby, honestly, at first. Because, yeah. I mean, I knew that you were making money from it, but even... Oh, yeah, to preface this, Caitlin and I have lived together for three years, mm-hmm. um... So, I mean, and and we've been friends for all of college. It was something where you would be doing school, you always had an internship or something you were doing for your career, I guess, or for okay. your education, but then you would go home and paint a jacket. you know, it wasn't something that was like your main thing. yeah, what definitely. do you think was your shift to make it like this is this is my thing, like this is what I want to put? My free time into not even, you know, your free time when you get home, but yeah. like make it your my life. Yeah. A good way. I mean, it was awesome when you started. It doing
0: actually that. took me a while because I feel like the pandemic almost made me like realize it, you know, yeah. like I like that really what I value. Yeah. And what I value is like spending time with friends, like doing, having my, my biggest thing, honestly, is to have something just for myself, you know, I feel like definitely that's so important when like life is so crazy, you mm-hmm. know, like something that it's almost like it's a so late like, to forget about It's like yourself. your own religion, literally. Like <laughs> just doing something for yourself like every single day and being like, oh, this made me happy today, you know? Yeah. Um and basically I stopped my denim thing because I was like, I want to wear that anymore. That's not what I'm about. Yeah, not your style. Not my style. style. So I was like I don't know I was like I need to start fresh like I really loved like how I was feeling when I was doing something like that Mm -hmm. so then I was like painting a lot I would just find stuff I liked on Pinterest honestly yeah and I would do that and then paint it with like really funky neon colors and that's kind of what my business is today like crazy colors like yeah just really happy you found a new image sort of I found a new image and um throughout this time so I was doing the paintings I was like still like posting that on my old Instagram because I was like just getting back into the groove and seeing like what I loved and then I actually um found this website I like DM'd like this girl I was seeing on TikTok who made these like brilliant like art prints and she's a service printify if you ever like I can go into another episode and talk about like more about having your own like printing company but yeah yeah that was definitely. so helpful for me to realize like I don't need to put any like money
1: down to do what I love you know and then that was actually that reminded me about um seeing another business that was doing something you loved you had a job before COVID at Farrier Handcrafted I remember you've always told me that, that was kind of yes. a a shift for your entire outlook on life yeah, yeah I mean, definitely about that a was
0: um my sophomore year
1: I remember I was, like,
0: going to Artists and Police, which has always been something I love in New York City. Like, having these, like, like somewhere like Soho, where you have all these, like, huge, like, stores. Like, yeah. I'm just over it. And you just want to, like, walk in and find something that's, like, very, like,
1: Unique. local feeling
0: and, like, close to the heart. Small businesses. So I saw, like, Very Handcrafted, which is, like, a – it's almost, like, a romanticizing New York, like – card business but it's yeah. so much more than that like it's just every single time you pick one up it like feels so great like I just I love their business and when I was younger my mom bought me like 10 of them and I had them all <laughs> over my wall at home like it was just so cute it was like Manhattan lady like made in Manhattan like just yeah it. and oh, this is so cute so basically I saw the sign that they were hiring and I went there and I met up with um the lady who runs it which is actually a barrier and it's her and her mother and I just like they were the cutest like little duo ever and I just felt like they were so happy you mm-hmm. know like and so passionate about everything and really like cared about like the people who are in the
1: I love company that. and
0: I was like just thought it was so brilliant I was like I'm really like here to like learn like I want to know how to do this stuff. Yeah. and they were like but we can do like an internship I was like no like I want to work too like I really want to <laughs> see like the backhand of like what it means to like
1: Run a bit of market, you know. Yeah, was, they're successful. I mean, very, so successful,
0: amazing. Yeah. I love the company. They're in, um, Goodman, which is like that's huge. Crazy. And also, when I was working there, people would be like super fans, they were like oh my gosh, tell her I love her stuff. Like she just like lights up my day. Like I love seeing her
1: Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. That's inspiring. Yes. To see. And that's
0: inspiring. Cause you're like, oh my gosh, this lady's really having an impact. Cause how many times do you go into like a huge department store and you're like, oh my gosh, tell the owner, like that's <laughs> changing my life. But that, yeah, that never happened. And I was, I really was, that was my f- favorite job ever. Like I just like mm-hmm. loved being there and like I've people that I was younger <laughs> sometimes so I was like no it's not me but just, like, so I to <laughs> you cared that different. much <laughs> yeah. yeah um so I like love that and that was my first time noticing that saw I, I saw somebody really make such a tremendous impact based off of their like own passions yeah yeah it was oh. really just so crazy to me and yeah that's um, I love that oh my gosh Giselle that. who are you
1: why did you move to New York City? It's my turn now. It's your turn. <laughs> Lights on you. Oh, okay, let's see. Well, I it, it's kind of like you where I always always knew I wanted to move to New York. I mean, I remember being ten years old and you're like I'm going to go to NYU. I can't mm-hmm. wait to move to New York City. And I I didn't live on the East Coast. I was in Colorado, so it was like a, it was a very big dream to tell people that I wanted to move to New York. And my mom was overly supportive about it she's like yes you are going to New York I love it I love and her. then my dad was more like he he's super supportive and loves me but he was like I think you should go to a state school or something like that he wanted Same. like yeah the classic really because they just can't hang out there and go to like yeah games. yeah he was like you're gonna go to CSU I was like no I'm not that's yeah. not what I want but then so yeah I obviously did. You were just
0: somebody like different from the crowd because yeah. I visited you out there. Like most of your friends like ended up staying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to stay. It was just no. like, I, I loved business, which I feel like is so a kind of weird thing to say. You love at Such a young age, you know, being in high school. I was like, no, I, I really, I want to pursue business. It's awesome. I want that. I want to study that. And so, yeah, I was like, I'm obviously not going to do that here in Colorado. It's like, I come to New York. I actually wasn't planning on going to Marymount initially there was a different school I was going to go to but I went for my placement exams there and just I really did not like it at all the energy wasn't right so and I had also gotten into Marymount so then I was like this is the move this is where I'm going to go um And like I said, I, I always loved business. I started out at Marymount studying international business and finance. I was double majoring. What made you love business at such a young age? And what was like business defined for you? Like as, Oh, that's a good question. I have a lot of family in Greece, which I don't think even they know this, but they're the reason that I was so inspired to study business because they were all, um, working very hard in that industry. And my godmother's daughter was studying business at University of Edinburgh. And she was just so driven and smart where I was like, oh, I love that. I really like the sound of that. And she said to me, she's like, that's a really good degree to get. And so I started kind of looking into it. I think I was like 15, maybe when we had that conversation, her and I. And so yeah, I just I started looking into the world of business. And I was like, oh, this is really cool, yeah. which I know that's really broad to say the world of business, but like watching like, these go-getters. Yeah. Like do things that was something that could literally form your entire life. I mean, this is like working with money and seeing how our entire economy was ran was something that was super cool to me. Yeah, so okay. yeah, it, that's, that's where the business thing came in. And then Mary Mouse. Yes. I, i actually how I was saying I started with international business and finance, the international business aspect was my decision because, you know, all my family in Greece, I wanted to kind of be able to have a career that would tie me over there. And I knew that if I didn't have that international aspect to my degree, it would be more difficult to do that. But finance was something that I was pushed to do by my dad. And again, not, not something I was forced, but he was like, that's a good degree to have, you know, that's where you're going to make money. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I want to make money. Sure. I'll, I'll get a finance degree. And I was, I was good enough at math for it, I guess. But once I got to college, I was like, oh no, this sucks. It sucked. I was so stressed. I I was crying after I know, school.
0: I remember. Sobbing. I was like, it. my <laughs> day was so easy. I got to paint a couple of things. My other
1: teacher gave me like snacks. Like, and I was like, snacks like so stressed. Yeah, I was like crying in my bed about these math problems I had to do. Like, no clue what I was doing. I was just like, how oh, am I going to do this for four years and yeah. then get a career in it? This is horrible. And then Yeah. I even had, this is actually really crazy. I had a professor at the school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had a professor, my, it was first semester of sophomore year, I want to say. And it was a, a business stats class. And I remember I, I failed the midterm. I think it was. And I was really stressed because I. And you were
0: going to this professor like every week for help. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: "Like, I care about my grades. It's not something where I was like, oh, I failed the exam because I didn't study. I mean, I was putting in the work. So I was like, what the heck did I do wrong? And so I go to him during his office hours and I was like, can you please tell me what I did wrong on this exam? And he sits down with me and I was like, I, I remember verbatim, I said, I'm confused about this. And I point to this question and he goes, you're not confused, you're careless. And my jaw dropped. I remember I was shaking in my seat. I thought I was going to cry. I was It's like, like, I wouldn't be here if I was careless. Yeah. I was like, I'm passionate about this. I yeah. mean, I love business. Why, <laughs> oh, why, why would I be careless towards this? Yeah. And so then I remember I started to tear up a bit. And he was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this guy was so... I don't even want to say mean, but he was, he's yeah. like, do you need to go collect yourself while I'm yeah. sitting here crying over my midterm? <laughs> no feelings. Yeah, exactly. He just, I felt like he, he just didn't feel bad at all for me. And then, so I, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to give Marymount such a bad rep. I do really like this school. It was just this one class that was so, so horrible for me. But, um, then I, he, he asked me, he was like, what are you studying? Giselle? And so I told him, you know, international business and finance and he, I kid you not, he laughed, and he was like, "I'm the professor that teaches every finance class, so you're definitely gonna struggle." And I was like, "What? What kind of professor says that to their students?" Yeah, so like,
0: what? Uninspiring. Yeah,
1: and I, I feel kind of bad saying this, but I, I switched to my major after that because. But I didn't want to give him the satisfaction of, like, oh, I switched my major because of you. I genuinely just realized, like, if I am struggling this hard right now, it's probably because it's not my thing. Yeah. So I I kept international business because I was doing really well in those classes. I was loving it. But I also did miss having that sort of creative aspect because – Sort of when like
0: you started drawing. Like your drawings are very good.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> your own business
0: freshman year too.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, so in high school, I also I loved loved art growing up before high school even. But um, then I sort of just kind of got lost in my academics and let it go a bit. So I I did miss having that creative aspect to my mm-hmm. degree. And then, yeah, freshman year, I did have a small business. Also, it was a little clothing line. And then Mm -hmm. it just, it did not become my thing like 99 Angels did for you. And it wasn't even because I didn't love it. I think I just, I wasn't ready to start something like that yet. I was still figuring out who I was. So I didn't, like, I didn't even know what my personal brand was Mm -hmm. per se. So I didn't know what kind of business brand I could create. So I think that's sort of where I just, I, I was still finding myself a little bit. But yeah, so then I decided to add fashion marketing as my second degree because I still wanted to double major in something. And that added a bit of creativity. And how do you
0: think changing that um, major per se like changed your outlook on your future or even uh, what do you think really was like the turning point for you?
1: So actually I it was something very recent. For me it wasn't because I know for you how you were saying it was a you were at a pretty young age when you were like Oh, this this isn't what I want. It took me a little longer. Where I because I was like, I, I still have my degree. I'm excited to yeah. graduate and do this stuff. And I still do love what I'm studying. But as my courses got more serious, you know, it's it's all picking up and we're we're starting to talk about like the real world and what we're gonna do once we graduate. It's like, okay, I guess it start to, it's time to start looking at what kind of job I want because you know, international business and fashion markets are really, really wide. There are really wide parameters on what I can do with that degree, which is super exciting, but also, scary. yeah, it's really, really scary and overwhelming.
0: Because I feel like also a lot of the times it becomes like, like, a lot of our mind becomes what we're told for so long, like, you should do this, Absolutely. this is so great, but then it also takes so much more brain power to be like, what mm-hmm. do I actually like, Yeah. and taking away this, like, past, like, thought of what our, like, what we're told mm-hmm. mentors tell us to do, yes. you know, and also a lot of that has to do with, like, the world smiling and, like, changing like especially with the pandemic everybody working at home like mm-hmm. a lot of people pivot it and they're like I want to stay home yeah. but for you you're applying and yeah you're trying to figure out what do you like in this wide range of things
1: exactly I mean I went through phases I was like oh I'm gonna do mergers and acquisitions I'm I'm no I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna do consulting no I'm you know I just I kept changing my mind because nothing felt right and I was just getting again I was so stressed out because I was like why don't any of these feel right? Like i yeah. I know I love the idea of it, but I don't love any of these jobs. and i was I was so upset, I remember. and then I was like, this is how I'm gonna feel for the rest of my life if I end up in any of these jobs. I don't want to feel distressed. And so then I just started to think about something my dad told me growing up, which, Again, I sound like I'm bashing my dad right no, now. Um, it was I'm like, bashing my dad. dad. <laughs> you like, just give me a minute. I'll get there. Um, well, growing up, my dad would give me this advice where it was like, I know he was coming from the best place because he would say this in, in such a kind, loving way where he was like, he just wanted success for me growing up. And he was like, so listen, you should have your career that makes you a lot of money you know you're successful where you don't have to worry about paying your bills or you know not being able to go on vacation and then you should go home and have your hobby he's like you probably won't because he knew I loved art and all that stuff so he's like you probably won't have your career based around that so you should have yeah your job that makes you money your passion as a hobby when you get home so you can afford to have your free time to do that and I was always like yeah yeah that makes sense you know okay Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what led me into thinking I need this corporate job and all this stuff. because so I was like, I want to be able to afford to go away for a weekend with my friends. And then I I just came to this realization one day where, and I think it was literally, this sounds crazy, but it was a TikTok. I saw someone said this on TikTok and it was like, it clicked in my head that it was like, you should not be living a life that you feel like you need a vacation from. And that resonated with me so hard because this is something I have said throughout my entire time living in New York that I feel the need to get out of the city once a month, which is is really frequent, but it was like after a month. You felt like going. you needed to get out of the city like once a month. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I needed a break mm-hmm. for like two days to just kind of refresh, which, you know, it's normal. Everyone needs a little little refresher. we're crazy here. Exactly. And so I was like, okay, I'm a college student. You know, that's normal. New York's overwhelming. But like, I I can't feel this for the rest of my life. Like every month I need a vacation. You know, I, I want something where I feel like I'm always, you know, feeling rejuvenated yeah. and yeah, on vacation per se. Like, I want to love my life that much. And so then I just started to think about different ways I can be self-employed and how it is really not spoken about at all. The problem is,
0: is that it is spoken about by people, but it's not in, it's not um, enforced and it's not like implemented into our life yes school systems it's not yeah actually for example like you had that time at school the other day yeah
1: I actually in one of my classes which okay so this actually happens in a ton of my classes where it's you know syllabus week first day we're sitting down meeting our professors and um they ask us this big question they're like how many of you want to be self-employed you know you're all you're all business majors and Almost the entire class raises their hand every time. Everyone's like, yeah, I want to be self-employed. I want to own my own business. And then they're like, that's really awesome. And then everyone is mean, high five. Yeah, good for you guys. And then they go into a lecture on corporate and how it's ran and all this stuff. And I'm like, what? Why, why yeah. are you asking us this? We get no, no lessons on and nobody, how we do it. Yes. And also I
0: noticed in my class, like nobody, like, I've said this as, like, like you said, as icebreakers, and we're going around, we're like, what's one thing that's cool about you? Yeah, you know, or like, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. you know, icebreakers. So yeah, weird. yeah,
1: random questions. And teachers
0: are like, a yeah, I have like my own business. Oh, they're like, what do you want to do after school? And i was like, I have my own business. And I plan to grow that. Like, yes. And, <laughs> they and they don't say anything. Like, they don't even be like, that's really cool. <laughs> like, Or, like, and this is also kind of crazy, though, because these are like art professors. And I'm like, kind of like, I would love to have one professor be like, Oh, that's awesome. Do you want to, like, I would love to give you some tips and tricks? Like, my friends are in this. And that's kind of like, they've had their whole career. They've
1: really developed this. I know. Why don't they want to help you? Yeah. Or, like,
0: why? I would love to have a professor, like, almost, like, look at my stuff and, like, give me their opinion. You know, it's like, you don't want to look. But it, that's yeah. what, and also it's like, I'm like just starting this out. Like, I can't imagine somebody who almost even had the idea and
1: then they feel like turned down, like right away. Yeah, you know? when you're sitting with just the idea, you have no idea where to go from that. And then, there's no one to you know, help no you even, even make that idea you, real. You know? Exactly.
0: It's like, I I guess people just don't realize like the impact of their just like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. That, that's so great. I have friends who did that. You'll do amazing. Yeah. You know, like, one person saying you're going to do great. Re- like people just don't
1: realize how your mindset changes. Seriously, I mean, having like a, an idea, just the idea is a really daunting thing because it's like, there is so much more to do. Yeah. This idea. Yeah. You can have this idea. And then so many people have this amazing, amazing idea. And then they never do anything with it because there's no one being like, Oh, you have an idea. Go like run with it. This is what you do. It's like, Oh yeah, that's a really good idea. Someone should do that. Yeah. And then like, why aren't you someone? It's very sad. Like I almost wish I was like a teacher to (laughs)
0: help like tell these people oh my gosh that is incredibly amazing yes. you know like if any friend to, if any friend comes to me with an idea I'm like yes
1: yes yes, yes, yes. you did
0: that to me yeah, with like, this like with this idea I was
1: like yeah yeah something
0: that's gonna make you happy this podcast
1: like I was sitting with this idea for maybe two months honestly just like I wanna do something with it, but that's scary. And you I were mean, so excited what, I, too. Yeah, exactly. And then you were just like, I mean, seriously, so like huge yeah. credit to you. You were like, No, this is completely tangible. Like yeah. let's make this a thing. And yeah. then we sat down and did it. Like I'm, speaking
0: to young creatives, and I feel like just pushing this mm-hmm. out more so yes. and having this conversation and like growing this conversation amongst other people is just like so important
1: yeah because the thing is that our generation has normalized not conforming to this typical nine-to-five and that makes it so challenging to navigate because it's like our teachers and our parents they're within this generation that still think that a nine-to-five is this lifestyle that you have to have to be successful like it's you're going to face too many challenges if you don't do that and then you're probably going to fail out or at least that's what I've heard a lot of the times growing up and so they'll typically give us advice on how to achieve that nine to five and success alongside that. But that's basically what Kate and I are here to discuss, you know, how to achieve a successful lifestyle that's fulfilling your passions and what you genuinely want to do for yourself, not what everyone is convinced you that you really have to do. Because honestly, the book has changed. So we can work for ourselves. We yes. can be this successful even on, without
0: like, it. I feel like TikTok like for example like when i was yes. in the pandemic and i was like watching videos like that like people like people speaking about them opening a store or like talking about having this like lifestyle that's so happy Seriously. and so important and just living for you i was like oh my gosh more people are doing this like i didn't know and i also like a lot of people get shit on tiktok
1: tiktok has done amazing things yeah. i mean it has given so many people the chance to be seen in heartbeats. because it's not this algorithm where it's like you have to follow them. You know, the for you page is incredible. The it amount is. of coverage it can give someone. Yeah. That marketing aspect. Obviously. I know. Addison Rae, Met Gala. Like, yeah. That, like like, that, that
0: happens. And also like, like I said, all of these businesses, like it takes one video for like, an overnight success. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, A million people can see it. Yeah.
0: Which usually never really happens for like businesses no. you know like usually it's singers and, or like um models or something people like that. who already have a huge fan base yeah getting their stuff so and easily. people are getting to tell their story like mm-hmm. every single day and they're able to like rewrite that and change it a little bit exactly okay. and I honestly feel like for
1: myself like I don't think I would be doing this if like the pandemic didn't happen I know the, the pandemic is scary brought, it, it, it it is it's, it's such a crazy concept to grasp because there was so much bad that came from the pandemic. And I know everyone's saying this, but it's so true that a lot of good did come from it as well. Like yeah. getting that time with yourself, which is something that I think we will definitely be touching on in another episode, how important it is to have this time alone with yourself. But I cannot stress that enough because also recently, I mean, the pandemic I don't think was as productive for me as it could have been. Um, but recently I did spend a ton of alone time with myself. And that's where the idea for this podcast cultivated. Yeah. Caitlin saw me constantly alone in my room, like door closed, (laughs) curtains down. I was just like on my own and it was, it was lonely. It got dark, but that that is where the idea for this podcast cultivated because I eventually was like, I need my own thing. Like what the heck? And then I was like, yeah, I mean all this stuff about not wanting to work for corporate and needing needing a an idea. And, and
0: it's also crazy though, because like to think like we were never really like alone throughout these years. Like we yeah. Like when we'd go into pub, or at least for me, I know when I would go into public, yes, I would be alone. But like living, like we'd always be living mm-hmm. with somebody else. Like like fr- freshman year, I think we both had the same like living situation. Yeah. I was like people total yeah so you always like had somebody to be like want to go want to go out for a walk yeah and then what's it called sophomore year then we lived oh my seven god people total and
1: it's seven people in our suite it And was it, it was crazy. I had two people in my direct room yeah which is a bedroom with three people it's <laughs> I remember that was, that was crazy it was like and I was dating, which was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> having a boyfriend when you have that many roommates. It was so funny. But that oh um, like
0: also never really like made me just sit with myself, mm-hmm. you know, like at my job, I would, it was funny, at my job, I would journal a lot. But yeah. You know, <laughs> I so remember like- you would
1: tell me, you'd be like, I journaled all these pages at work. I, I was like, weren't you supposed to be selling cars? <laughs> no, when I had off time, I was <laughs> take
0: like the paper bags that the cars were being sold would just. Down I love there. that, and that was like Ideas kind of like a start to my like self journey because I was like, "I caught my thoughts." <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy yeah. you have
1: to write this down. Yeah, like give me a bag.
0: Yeah. And then, um then the pandemic. And yeah. then I feel like then I was actually alone with my thoughts mm-hmm. like for a really long time, and then that gets you to thinking like, "What am I about?" Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, we also had an apartment, but we yeah. lived with. Two other people, so three people total. And that still doesn't give you like the same like alone time. I feel like more so being with like where we are now. Yeah. Like two people more, always like either out or like doing our own thing. Yeah. Like Like, you you and
1: I will have our time together when we like get home from school or like having dinner. But for the most part, I feel like you're alone throughout the day and so am I. Mm -hmm. Because that actually is something that I used to talk about a ton, especially freshman and sophomore year of college. I remember. Would be like it's so weird because I'm an only child, so I was (laughs) I was very shows. I don't know. I'm an only child. (laughs) I see it. It's so weird the fact that you have your brothers. It's like Like I think that's what it is. No, (laughs) they don't. They don't even exist in your head. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, but I would seriously like it was the craziest shift from going being in high school and stuff, having all this alone time that I wanted to moving to New York, and it's like you have all your roommates, you go outside and it's like, like you said, yeah, you're alone, but you're around thousands of people constantly. So it was like, people are
0: like, want to walk to school. Yeah, exactly. That's when I'm also
1: like, you don't really get much of a breather, like, which, you know, it's, it's nice to know that you have your friends around, but it was, yeah, it was a very hard adjustment for me because I was like, I, I really value my alone time. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then during the pandemic, a lot of people were completely alone, but I was had a lot of people around. Yeah, I was. That's so so. No, you you like lived with a bunch of people. Yeah, I was. I quarantined with my best friend in Colorado. So, and it was amazing. We had so much fun, but it was something where like I didn't really get an understanding of what people were saying to be like completely alone because I didn't have to experience that. So then I think when I came back and we. Finally got out of the dorms. We had our apartments and then I had like my own bedroom for the first time in two yeah. years. I was like, wow, like this quiet and stuff. Yeah. And then that's when the ideas start flowing. I mean, it's really, I'm
0: it's crazy. You. Yeah,
1: you need it. And I feel like now the city Ugh. is
0: am
1: I mean, seriously. And that's kind of, we do want to help other people feel that way. I mean, that's why. In this podcast, we're going to bring on a bunch of young entrepreneurs who are around our age and have created these small businesses that, you know, they, they took their passion and they ran with it. And adjusting to being back in the city was kind of crazy because it was like Definitely. so different.
0: It was so different. Like you're not going, like I remember like last time I was here, like uh-huh. I was Literally, I did not – I loved it. I did not have a moment to myself. I was, like, dinner, work. And then I was, like, school. Like, everything <laughs> – I just loved, like, never you were always alone. on the moon. Like, I just – like I said, never alone. And when we got back, it was just so different. I was, like, I don't like it. <laughs> I was, like, I don't – like, I just didn't like being, like – my room like I really love like going for walks and like that's why like and mm-hmm. seeing these people that's why I love the city Yeah, and like everybody was going we through this I want to be like a little baby but um yeah I was going like back home a lot and I felt so comfortable at home and I was like maybe I should I remember stay that. there and then my mom was like no you're not <laughs> I <laughs> totally like, forgot that she's happened. like stay in the city and I was like <laughs> okay. get out Kate <laughs> right away. Like, it was like a 10 minute conversation yeah and thank god i made it like i literally asked myself i was like what will make me grow you know because it's- i love it and then i was like obviously being here mm-hmm. and so then i was like okay then i need to do something that's going to get me out of my comfort zone because me being like in my room and like just doing like the same thing not meeting new people it's not my new york city experience that i like love yeah so then i got a job at Aloe. oh my gosh and yeah. i just remember like kind of relating like everything from that business back to my like own thing, you know. Like yeah. at this time, I just had like a small website, kind of. I had like my hoodies, pillows, like phone cases. Very like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was, it was just like a website it at was, that point. Yeah, and but I was still it was not compared anything comparable to what it is now. Cool. I mean, it's grown immensely in like a year.
0: But I was like thinking about it all the time, you know. Like I just was yeah, like, oh,
1: I could do this,
0: and then I was like, I can go to this store and show them my stuff. Like, I would just walk in and pick places and be like, hey, i have like, a local business. Can you, like, <laughs> put some stuff in? And they would be like, yeah. So then I was like, oh, my gosh, yay. Like, that yeah. stuff made me so excited. And I feel like when you get this, like, that was huge. Pain in your heart, like, for
1: doing something like that. And mm-hmm. then it's like, yes, the- I'm on the right path. Keep going. Yeah. And the first time you got your stuff in a store, I remember it was, like, we were – Oh, my gosh. It was huge. Yeah. I was like, it was here in, North there in here? the East yeah. Village. And yeah. It was like
0: awesome because they had a lot of my stuff, like mm-hmm. all my clothes sold out there. Walking
1: past a store and seeing your items in the I window. Know, it was like, I used to what? think freshman year, I was like, I can
0: never, like the city, I can't do it. But in
1: high school, I literally would
0: do the same exact thing <laughs> i would walk into stores and be like can i sell my local art like and then they would like be like but why you like they were even more like it was harder me, outside of yeah store. it was harder when i was in new jersey they were like why and i was like That's so crazy i know That's and but they let expect. me put it in the stores like two yeah. of them so i was like felt so good about that yeah like, yeah i did You're like 17 mm, i did that <laughs> <laughs> and but then here i was like never but then i really just
1: changed that like mindset and put it in there and then also had myself the butterfly club for me I was also looking for a job I had something before that and it just it wasn't really what I wanted to do anymore um it was still retail I just wanted to kind of switch up where I was but then Caitlin was like oh the, the flagship location's hiring you should go there and so I did and the job was really cool it wasn't something where I I disliked working with the company I just Honestly, the hours were not necessarily working with my schedule and, you know, it was literally the last summer of college. So I was like, I don't really, I don't want to be working something where I'm, I'm working constantly if, if yeah. this is my last summer vacation, you know? So then I found a different job that it, it was, it fits me so much better yeah, now. Definitely,
0: Scott. I love Hello it. It's like also crazy because it's like you're selling luxury yeah. to set. However, yeah, it's, it's not,
1: a definitely a high price. Yeah, if for you, you're
0: convincing products. these people to spend like three hundred to five hundred dollars on this like athletic wear, if they're getting yeah. in like bundles, yeah. However, you're not getting paid these like luxury, not pay, like luxury companies
1: get paid on commission, and you're not getting paid that. You're also working very hard in a store like that. Um, I know at least for me, it was like you're running up and down the stairs all day. I was never more fit than I was working mm. at Alo, and I stand by that. I was on the run all day which I did like that honestly but yeah it's definitely something that's exhausting I was very stressed the entire time I was there because I was really tired mm-hmm. but um I don't want to hate on the company you know it was it was definitely no, something yeah. I liked it was just not not exactly where I wanted to be at yeah. that time you know um but yeah I've had some that's something else that we can speak to in whole
0: episode on retail experience a whole <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I have learned so much through my retail experience in New York City and my internships that I've done here. Yeah, I it feel was, like your internships are very Oh, my gosh. I have had some weird internships. I've also had some really, really great ones, but I just um, – yeah, I have some stories of that and definitely yeah. some lessons that I've learned that yeah. I'm sure some people would find interesting.
0: I'm here for
1: it. Yeah. After I left Aloe, I was like, I'm going to use this time – my last
0: summer like Giselle said kind yeah of, to focus on myself like I just kind of had these like little things that I wanted to do every single day to yeah. grow like I wanted to listen to like a mindfulness podcast I love Haley Hoffman Smith
1: podcast, oh my which, like, gosh
0: yeah Giselle and I both um, obsessed with her yes and I wanted to journal every single day I wanted to write down like these manifestations every single day like things that I really 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 to achieve yes I wanted to go for a walk in Soho like <laughs> just every you know everything you were done every mental model. health because you know I was very I scared that. of like going back into that um after pandemic life where I was like mm-hmm. what am I doing i alone yeah um but whatever so I'm going <laughs> I'm going I went on a trip to North Carolina and I saw that there was an opening for Canal Street Market, which was another market that I, wait, w- you
1: saw that in North Carolina?
0: I went on Instagram. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Um, like I, they posted that. And I remember also going in there like uh, freshman year. And I was like, oh, I love it here. Like I want to sell here one day. Yeah. And I said that for that and artisan please. And her and I were messaging back and it was kind of risky because I was doing like a crazy drive back from North Carolina yeah. to New York city. So literally the day of, I did not make up my decision. So oh like when we were God. setting up and then I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, I, I am. had like no merchandise like either. Like I literally oh, had gosh. like
1: eight oh, sweatshirts I remember this. Yeah. and I had
0: like four pillows you were like
1: running out the door arms full like I'm going to Canal so Street Market funny
0: like <laughs> I, I just had nothing set up I had a rack in my room and I like literally went to Beacon's Closet yeah that night which is like a thrift store in the city it's like one of my favorites because I was scared I was like I don't have much of this like I need to get half thrift and I'll do half of my own stuff yes so it was really just like pulling it together and I was like I'm going to have to owe the money because you have to pay to have that space there. Well, it worked Maybe. out. I was I like, mean, I'll just learn for next time like, yeah. if it doesn't work out. So then I ended up doing it, and it, like, worked out. I made, like, a good profit mm-hmm. at the time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can actually do this. Yeah. You know, like, this is something that can be sustainable. And then, like, every night I, like, worked there. I literally was so excited for the next day. Like, I literally could not oh, sleep. Gosh. Like, I was like – oh my gosh, I wonder what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> like I loved it. And I really was like, that's like the yeah. first time I felt like
1: I don't have to work a regular job. Like yeah. that, It's even like, late. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. It's what you've been doing on the weekends. And it's so cool that it's like, it, again, it's your thing that you're mm-hmm. doing. And it's totally, I think that's actually something that we can definitely go again in another episode that we'll go more in depth on. How you really became successful with your Canal Street Market stuff because that was really cool to watch you do that. Where it started out, where obviously, like you said, the first time was even profitable, but I mean, how you marketed it exactly like what you did to kind of make sure that you were getting customers and just how it's grown because now you have even more weeks coming up there. Yeah, so it'll be
0: this weekend, yes, and then the next
1: few weeks yeah. after that. So, two
0: months straight, I'm doing
1: like yeah. Markets.
0: Uh, so that's yeah, really
1: definitely that was something really we'll just like a now. turning
0: point for me and I'm like very excited and I just
1: yeah. hope it keeps where it will manifest it <laughs> well like it really just keeps growing so. I mean I am confident that it will I think that yeah this is kind of what we want to help you guys do just take a passion like this and make it your life. You know, it's it doesn't have to be your hobby when you get home from school. It doesn't have to be your side gig. Yes, it can be the front runner of your life. It yeah. Create your life. We're gonna your teach day. you how to do that. That's exactly what we're gonna do on this podcast. We're gonna have other people tell you how they did it. We're gonna give you all of the materials that you need to make. And this we're real. also
0: gonna have people who do work the nine to five yes. like
1: love their everyday. Like they mm-hmm. feel like they don't really need they think that is what they want. Yes. Like
0: that's their passion. That's mm -hmm, they want to be surrounded by.
1: Yeah. The thing is pursuing your passion. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a self-employed gig. It's, it's really just doing what makes you happy because it's so easy to get lost in all of these pieces of advice. Yeah. Yeah, And and all these preconceived notions of what we're supposed to be doing. It's, it's a very stressful thing. So yeah, I mean, keep, come back for our next episode where we will go more in depth on these topics. Yes, come back. Yes. So much fun Thanks today. for being here. Bye. Uh, bye.
0: <laughs>